Market picks his pocket. In on Fane, the shot he scores! Let's check out some top shelf talent. Off the bar and in over the glove hand. Another rifle shot up to the upper right hand corner. That's a beautiful goal right there. Holy smokes. Top shelf! As we explore first round potential. From the Halifax Mooseheads, Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon through traffic. McKinnon goes down the Craig, our top shelf talent today is goaltender Yaroslav Askarov. A southpaw played in uh, St. Petersburg, Russia, and uh, was glorious against the Americans in the 2019 U18 semifinal, shutting them down in the shootout. And for the most part, this guy, ranked number seven on the Craigslist, has a stunning international play resume. Yeah, he really does. And it's no surprise that you would pick a goaltender this week. You being a uh, former goaltender, you know, you have an affinity for goaltenders. You make excuses for goaltenders. and But you also praise goaltenders. And certainly, Yaroslav deserves all of the praise. Uh, you, you know, I'm going to be straightforward with my uh, with my first comment. He's the best goalie I've seen enter in a draft since Carey Price in 2005. And, you know, so, so what does what does that mean? Well, number one, He's got exceptional athletic ability uh, in terms of his lateral movement, his ability to move in and out of the net, laterally quick, lateral quickness. You know, he, he's able to do the things that are necessary in the net to keep the puck out of the net. Number two, he has exceptional ability to read the play. So, you know, you, you can have the great athletic ability, but hockey sense for a goaltender is every bit as important. Marty Berger had outstanding hockey sense off the charts. And I think where Yaroslav is able to take advantage of his athletic ability is he reads the play so well. He closes down the net. Number three, he knows how to use his size to, to gain an advantage. And, you know, a lot of goaltenders kind of sit back and react. And, and you know, that's part of development. He's already learned the concept of closing down the net, moving out on a shooter, giving the, the shooter less opportunity to see the net or to put the puck in a, in a spot on the net. And, and he's highly competitive. And, you know, when you, when you put all of that together, that's what leads me to project him uh, to be a franchise goaltender. And I, I do think he's in that category of Carey Price. And, you know, and, and I'm going to qualify this ahead of time. Because I hear a lot of people talk, well, what about the World Junior Tournament? Let me tell you about Carey Price in the twenty in the 2005 U18. He was subpar. Mm -hmm. And the Montreal Canadiens said, uh, we don't care. We've watched too much of him. And if anybody's watched Yaroslav Askarov for any period of time, they know he's an elite goaltender. The World Junior was one data point, And he wasn't terrible. He wasn't good. You could understand that he's up a level. But... His record of success, and let me just tell you this: He stepped into the VHL this year, which is the which is the Russian league minor leagues. It's like the AHL, and he was very good as a seventeen year old. He'll get every opportunity next year in the KHL to step up there. He he, he really is an outstanding, outstanding prospect. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you mentioned um, where he played because I was going to ask you what the caliber of his regular season was like because I did see he played one game in the KHL and 
had a very good game, a 920 save percentage, but he played a lot in that other league. And, and you would equate that to the AHL. So that, that means that he is kind of almost uh, at a pro level as far as regular season caliber. Absolutely he is. Dean. And, you know, like, you got to understand, you, you know, I said this about Alexander Romanoff, uh, the Montreal Canadiens draft pick who played as, who played as an 18-year-old for Red Army. You know, in, in the KHL, and it's no different than the NHL, I mean, you're not even looking at a defenseman, let alone playing him, unless he's that good. You're not looking at playing a 17-year-old goaltender unless he's got the capability at that level. So I, I think it speaks volumes about Yaroslav's ability that, that they weren't handing this job to him. They weren't just saying, oh, you're good, go play, and we'll live with you. He had to perform. But the reason he was given the opportunity and continued to be given the opportunity was because he is that good. And, you know, go back and look at the history of young goaltenders uh, playing pro hockey at 17 years of age. You're, you're not going to find a very uh, you're not going to find very many of them. There, there simply hasn't been. Yeah, I was just thinking uh, uh, a 17 year old goalie playing in the AHL would be uh, so strange. Craig Button joining us. On the UFFS hotline, Craig, of course, the director of scouting for TSN, and you can find more information and get in in the scouting game with UFFS at www.uffsports.com. So, Craig, you you mentioned people bring up the World Juniors where he did struggle, and then, and you know he was a, he's still a young goaltender. When he does struggle, what what do you think are his weaknesses? When when you see him struggling, what are you seeing that he needs to work on? Well, understand that I have seen Yaroslav play a lot over two years. And let me just tell you this. I haven't seen him struggle very much. I, I think one of the biggest things uh, that happened to him at the World Junior Tournament, he's 17 years a- of age, and he's always played up a level. and He's played up the levels and been very good. But, you know, this is a best-on-best tournament. These are the best players under 20 outside the NHL, and, and it's a high-level competition. It, it seemed to me that the game was just, uh, he was trying to grasp onto the speed of the game, and 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 when you when you're trying to grasp onto the speed of the game, it becomes a little bit more difficult to get settled in your in your positioning, to get settled in your stance. And he looked like he was trying to catch up to the speed uh, of the of the tournament. And you know, certainly that's to be understood. But watching him after that, you know, you there's an understanding. Tim Bernhardt, who I worked with for a long time in Dallas, he was director of scouting there and in Arizona, former goaltender. He always tried to point out, he goes, watch what they do after they let in a goal. Watch, go back and watch practice and try to understand how goalies are learning from a thing. And that's what I watched with Yaroslav. He understood that he didn't get to a spot. Now what they have to do is get him settled. But when the game is going fast and you're not acclimated to that at that point in time and the stakes are high, you know, it's hard to, to work on those technical aspects uh, over the course of, of, of a tournament as significant as the World Junior. But I've seen him meet every single challenge along the way. I saw what he did after the World Junior tournament. And, you know, all it did was, okay, you watch that. Now you watch how he progresses from that and how he improves on that. Uh, I left after that having no doubt in my ability, in, in, in his ability to transform and learn from that. And, you know, you see that. You see, you see defensemen, you see forwards where they go, you can tell them how fast the game is. You can tell them mm-hmm. how quickly things transpire. But until they experience it themselves, they don't really know. And I think that's what happened with Yaroslav. But after the World Junior, 
I think that he grasped it and understood. He, he's too good. He's too smart. And there was one thing, like I said, Barry Price, just go back and look what happened in the 2005 under 18. You know, again, up a level, a little bit harder. But, you know, we know what happened with Terry Price and how he was able to come through it. You, uh, you know it. Only 65 times has a goalie gone in the first round, and only 15 of those goalies of first-round picks have won 200 games. Now, there's a few guys that are going to join that list, uh, potentially, uh, as they're still playing. And I, and, I, and I hear the Carey Price comparisons. Do you see him joining Price? Do you think he can join him as a top-five pick, maybe to Ottawa or Detroit? Is he a fit for those teams? Here's what I would say to you, Dean, is, is that, you know, when I see the quality of player available in the, as we talked about, the top, call it 12, 13, wherever your cutoff is, right? And I see him clearly as a franchise goaltender. Mm-hmm. So if a team wants to take, if they believe that he's a franchise goaltender and they want the goaltender, take him. You know what? So, like, there's certainly nothing that would prohibit a team from taking him. There's nothing that would surprise me if a team in the top five took him. Because, again, whether you want a number one defenseman, a number one goaltender, a first-line forward, right. they're there for taking. So if you make up your mind and say, we want the goaltender, I don't see any, like, to me, that is that's a decision that a team makes. And, you know, away you go with it. But, you know, to me, he's an elite. The other thing I like to remind people of, and I know that goaltenders, you know, there's only, you know, one goaltender per game that can play. There's only two spots on a team. But we talk about the number of uh, first uh, goaltenders picked in the first round that only that only played so many games, only won so many games. There's a lot of defensemen and forwards that didn't play 100 yeah. games that were yeah. drafted in the first round. There's a lot of forwards and defensemen drafted in the top 10 that didn't play 100 games or 50 games. So, you know what? You, you, there's players that have been the best at, their, at, the, at the levels below them, that have been high draft picks, that didn't make it and didn't have the success. I always say this. The players that end up not making it in the NHL have been the best at the levels below them. So, you know, I understand the, the position and there's only one spot. But, you know, if the whole idea about, oh, you can't take a goaltender or whatnot, I would say be careful on that because, you know, the same thing can apply to defensemen and forwards. Yeah, I don't think there should ever be a hard and fast rule. If the player is good enough, you should you should take him. And and speaking of uh, the final one on Yaroslav, how long do you think until he is in North America playing? Do you get any inkling that he's going to stay in Russia for a few more years? Yeah, you, you know what? I I don't really know the uh, the the details on that. Dean, here's what I would say: the NHL is not a development league, mm-hmm. and you know what? Teams at times can be too quick in trying to get a player to the NHL. I, I, I say this to young players everywhere. The NHL is unforgiving. If you're not ready, it will chew you up and spit you out like nothing. The key is not getting to the NHL quickly. The key is getting to the NHL prepared. And by being prepared, you have a chance to have a career, a long career, a successful career. If you do not get into the NHL prepared, you are now teetering. And the less prepared you are, the more you'll teeter. And I think that the key here for, for Yaroslav is to be able to be prepared. I think the KHL is a good league for, for a goaltender to get prepared. But now we look at him specifically. I, I, I don't think there's any question in my mind that at 20 years of age that he could be ready to come here and, and, and be uh, getting ready to acclimate 
to the quicker pace of the North American game, the NHL game. Maybe he needs a half a year in the American League just to adjust to how, how things happen a little bit quicker. Look what happened to Igor Shostorkin with the uh, New York Rangers. Top goaltender yeah. in, in, the, uh, in the KHL. Top goaltender outside the, the, the uh, NHL for a lot of years. A little bit older, but he refined his game, played down in the American League, and then when he came to the NHL, he had acclimated to uh, uh, you know the quickness, how, how fast things happen. Same thing happened with Elias Samsonov, who was a first-round pick to the Washington Capitals. There, there, is a, there is a step process there. But I think that Yaroslav, like Ilya Samsonov, will be ready at a, at a younger age than Shostorkin. But I think that uh, he, he's got a chance to be elite. This is a serious message. Craig Button joins us on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Hotline. Become a scout and make money while providing prospects to the Ultimate Franchise Hockey League. Pay that man his money. I'm your huckleberry. Check out the details at www.uffsports.com. It's serious. I like it a lot. I said we got a winner. UFFS, you own the game.